Hey everyone! I know it's been so long, but I have been just so focused on getting my income streams together and I'm super, super duper excited to be kicking off this episode with none other than Mr. Matthew Michael. He is 30 years old out of California. He's a property buyer and wholesaler. He has a company named MB Homebuyer. And you can follow him on social media at MB Homebuyer, and he should be dialing in shortly. So let me give you a little backstory. I have been busy just trying different things because I need to get my income streams up. And real estate has always been on the list. So the way the law of attraction always works, the way organic developments always work is what's for you is for you. So I found myself in a group chat or in a, um, a comment section. And this gentleman found me by way of Instagram. And the story took off from there. And right now we are currently looking at getting a property sold for him. So he is going to tell me all about his experience wholesaling. He did 70000 in his first month. So, you know, I'm looking to get all of the notes from his experience. So st stay tuned and he will be with us shortly. Hey Matt, how are you? Good, how's it going? It's going great, I can't complain. So I wanted to welcome you officially to Developing Organically. This is the podcast for creatives who are getting their lives together one step at a time and adding on multiple streams of income to their process so that they can thrive and be successful. And I'm just so happy you agreed to be interviewed by me because I, as a creative, long to stay in my zone of genius. And one of the ways I always envisioned that was by getting wealthy through real estate. So you're a wholesaler and your company is MB Homebuyer, correct? Yes. Okay, so if you don't mind sharing, was this your passion from very young or is was this something you were also kind of led to? I was just led to it. I, I had another business. Uh-huh. Uh, I was uh, removing public records from credit reports. Deleting bankruptcies was uh, my specialty. Oh. And uh, I had known about selling just two friends. They, they worked in real estate. And uh, my brother, he's a broker, and he was the one that told me, like, hey, you should either become an agent on the side or you should uh, look into getting, you know, getting into real estate any way you can. Right. So after, you know, months of him telling me that, in my very first month, I had, um, I had asked my client if they know anybody or if they're interested in selling the property, uh, you know, would buy any property, any situation. Just kind of, you know, just from what I, the little that I learned about wholesaling, just, you know, talking to my friends and just knowing that that's where, that's where we would start off with finding a discounted distressed property. Mm. And so I, I had, um, I had a couple of my clients that said, yeah, and actually two in my first month. And, um, yeah, that's how I did my first two deals. So you basically used your clients that were in your credit repair business and got some wholesaling clients. Like that fed yeah, your business. Just, 
Just ask and then get the word of mouth. That's so awesome. So you know I'm also um, in the credit repair industry. I have a franchise, YPC Solutions, and I connect with clients daily. So it's inspiring to me that um, I would meet somebody who had a similar start because that shows me that simply by putting yourself out there and letting people know what you're working on next, you know, because you always have to start with the end in mind. And for me, I saw myself having the franchise as a stepping stone to even more. Um, so starting with the end in mind, I knew it would lead me to getting into real estate. So that's really inspiring. Do you love it? Yeah, I actually do love it. It's, um, it's something that I'm really good at. So when you're good at something, you need to love it. So when you say you're really good, is it because you're good with people or you have a knack for numbers or you are good with sales or all of the above? Um, well, numbers isn't really my thing. So just calling is so good with people and, um, and, you know, reaching out to people and just being motivated. Okay. So what book are you reading right now or books to feed your mind and, you know, along the I journey? Actually, yeah, I actually just ordered a book. Um, I haven't started reading it yet. I just um, I have it here. Let me see my, um, my orders. Okay. Well, while you're looking that up, Tell me about how it felt to make 70000 your first month wholesaling. What was that like? That, that was had awesome. To... It was, that one just fell into, that one just fell into my lap. Uh, and that was just one deal? The, that was one deal, yeah. Wow. Yes. Can you, if you don't mind sharing that story. I was asking my, uh, my clients and one of them just so happened to, he had a property that he, uh, he was filing for bankruptcy, and the property was included in the bankruptcy. Oh. Well, this was this was back before the housing market crashed back in 2007, mm-hmm. 2008, around that time. Right. And he, that property was going to go into a short sale. They're going to sell it, and it was going to be excluded from the bankruptcy. Oh. So while he um, while he was doing that, while he was doing that, he, that was excluded. He finished the bankruptcy. Well, the house was never sold. And actually, that bank went out of business that, that owned that loan on that property. So years went by, and he still owned that property, which he didn't even know. Mm. Well, the city started reaching out to him and telling him, uh, telling him that uh, he needs to, uh, that there was there was uh, squatters there, and that he needed oh. to evict them. So they were going to, or else they were going to find him because they were getting too many complaints and just uh, people in there and, you know, they're, uh, they're trashing the property and whatnot. So he said, like, I didn't even, I don't own this property. I don't own it. I don't know what's going on with it. So, uh, But technically you know, he is the owner on paper or he had the, the yeah. deed but, still. Yeah, he had the deed, but they told him, they said, well, he's showing you as the owner. So I told him, so he told me the situation. So I told him, well, I'll look into it. And if you still own it and you could transfer it uh, to me, uh, let me, let me purchase it, uh, I'll do that. I said, all right, so I, I ran title on it and I saw that he was still the owner. He was the legal owner of the property. So we came up with a number that worked for him and worked for me. And within, you know, less than, less than two weeks, um, I had got it and I sold it uh, for a $70,000 assignment fee. 
Wow. So, okay, if you don't mind, because a lot of, I, I have a lot of listeners from all walks of life. I have people who are writing books. I have people who are healers. I have people who are day traders. So not everybody might be familiar with the wholesaling process. And you know, there's real estate is multifaceted. So a wholesaler does what exactly? So they're just finding a situation where they can get a property at a discounted price. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be distressed properties are usually the description of that uh, property that you'll get at a discounted price. Mm-hmm. And we will, you know, we will get it and we'll, we would agree to purchase this property. And you have to have a contract that allows you to get a, a different end buyer other than yourself for that property. So that would have them sign. If we could negotiate the price to where it's going to work for us to be able to sell it, to an end buyer, and the end buyer still will be able to make money on that property, mm. then that would be the investor end buyer. Then I would take my contract and I would assign it over to the end buyer, and the end buyer would pay me an assignment fee for finding that property and bringing it to them. Right. So you consider yourself a virtual wholesaler. Like you don't even have to leave California to to seal deals. Exactly. I I. Wholesale all over the U.S., but um, mainly where I live here in Los Angeles, that's my that's my main market. But um, I hold I can wholesale anywhere in the U.S. Nice. So, um, what's your take on getting mentored throughout this process? Did you have a mentor? Do you have a mentor now? Do you mentor? Um, I I don't have any mentors. Never um, did. But I do have no, and I never had any mentors in this business. But I do recommend having mentors, and I will, and I have mentored others, mm. and like they just they've been in, some of them been in this business a lot longer than I have, mm-hmm. and they're just so humble, and I, it's humbling to me that they would ask me to help them, and um, you know I'm open to you know taking them under um, my wing and just showing them you know what I do and how I do it successfully. So, let's just say that a listener of this episode wanted to connect with you about that very thing. Are you, do you have space to mentor people? Are you? Yes, would, definitely okay. I do. So where can they reach I you? Do. They can reach me at, uh, I have an Instagram page. It's um, mbhomebuyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, mb, at mbhomebuyer. And um, or they can either do that or they can send me an email. Um, I have, well, they could send me an email to my business email. It would be contact, so C-O-N-T-A-C-T, M-B-H-B, so M-B-H-B for M-B homebuyer, so that's M like that, mm-hmm. uh, at gmail.com. Nice. So, of course, you guys need to jump on that. I think I myself might be reaching out to you, Matt, because like we were discussing, I am new to wholesaling, but not new to people. And I am connected to people all over the world. So I think it would be interesting to let people know, hey, are you looking to get rid of a burdensome property? Because if I'm not mistaken, a lot of the success stories in wholesaling are from things like probates or divorces, you know, or foreclosures. Are those like the top three? Is that safe Uh, to say? Yeah, well, I wouldn't say like the top because... It varies. Like sometimes you just find somebody that 
that's looking to get out of out of their property for you know uh, because they're moving out of state. That's a big one for us. Somebody's moving out of state. That's one that they're always saying. Well, I need to move, and you know I already have a property that I'm moving to, and I just need to sell it now. So whatever we could put into the pocket as much as we can, um, you know, we get that over uh, into the pocket and close out on it, and we get it sold to our end buyer, and you know everybody makes money on it. So can I? So I don't know if this is um, unorthodox to ask, but you're kind of the middleman. Or we're kind of yeah. the middle people. So what yeah. stops any buyer? Because um, I think it's called motivated buyers, right? Or cash buyers. What stops any yeah, cash? cash yeah. What stops any cash buyers from kind of cutting you out of the deal? How do you protect yourself? Well, it, it would have to take a solid contract. So my contract, um, I could if I if I'm open if I have an escrow open which it goes by it, we call it here in California escrow mm-hmm. if I have an escrow open on the property um, I can keep that escrow open and they can't go and open escrow somewhere else while I have that open at the same time so um, there's different ways of doing it and there's some aggressive ways of doing it but I don't ever take it to that extreme I keep my relationships good with my end buyer and the sellers so good that neither of them you know want to get over on me. Um, I, and I don't give them a reason to. And if I was found myself in that situation where I found myself almost in that situation once, and, uh, you know, I kind of just talked to him about it. I said, hey, you know, I, I was trying to do you guys a favor by doing this, and you guys, you know, trying to cut me on. Just, you know, talking to him as any normal person. And they said, no, that, you know, it's a misunderstanding. Uh, we were just trying to uh, find another solution. We had a delay on it because there, uh, there was a lien on the property in that situation. Oh, so you have, you have to get creative. All types of all, that one was that was uh, that was I don't know exactly what type of lien and I can't remember because I do a lot of different properties that have liens on them. Mm-hmm. But um, that one, it, I know it had a lien and there was a delay for us to get that lien cleared. Mm, okay. And I knew I could, I knew I could get it cleared so without us having to pay it. So um, I wanted we it was going to take a little bit of time to do that. But they wanted me to take it out of my, what I was making on the deal. They said, oh, hey, you're, making, they were like, you're making X amount of dollars. Yeah, you're making X amount of dollars. Just pay it out of your commission, and we can close this thing on time. So how and, did you handle that? You know, who who ended up? I, just, I, I, I let them know that. You know, I said, hey, normally the seller should pay for this, but I'm working for the seller, and I'm working for the buyer here. I want to, the best thing, the best solution is let me handle it with my team, with my um, escrow, and let us get this get this wiped off of there. And I said, just give us, it's going to take a, little, a few extra days. Okay. But they were anxious. And like I said, I think they were talking directly to someone, which is like a big, like, red flag, like, you don't let that happen. Uh, and that was happening in that particular situation. And um, well, how do you I control for that? Just, I was just talking to them, you know, communicating with them, like, you know, any normal situation where, you know, talking to, I tell them, like, hey, look, you know, I brought you a deal before. It was the second time, I think, that he was purchasing from me. And I said, and, you know, I, if you want to continue doing business, you know, we shouldn't, you shouldn't do business like this. Yeah. And I said, I've never done anything to, uh, you know, to try to pull any moves on you. I, I, I hope that you won't ever do anything like this to me. Mm. So it worked out. We got it cleared out, and I still made all the money on it. And nice. Nice. So you're very direct. Yeah, definitely have to be. So, so um, a lot of the buyers, they could um, have pretty big egos that, you know, they want to squish you out of it. Um, you just have to be able to, you know, build that relationship with them and kind of get them to, 
to like you, I guess, and want to do business with you because you do make the money. You put money in the pocket. Right, of course. So if you had to give, like, the top five personality traits or character traits that makes a successful wholesaler, what would they be? Well, I will probably wouldn't be... I would just say you have to have really good people skills. Mm. You have to be, and you have to be really patient, too, because a lot of stuff does come up like, you know, things that you say, like, oh, I'm going to make $20,000 on this deal. It's not just, like, you get this property you make, and then you're going to make $20,000 and, and it's going to be your bank, you know, within 10 days or that. All types of different obstacles pop up. And you have to keep the seller together. That's where the personality comes in and those people skills, where you keep the seller patient, keep them, you know, keep them happy while all this is going on. Mm. Uh, so those are definitely two. And you have to be motivated. You have to keep yourself motivated because you're not always going to make a big check. You're, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, a week go by and we, we didn't, we don't have any small leads. And then that next week comes and we do, you know, we put three or four deals on contract in that one week after we went a week without it, you know, so you just have to stay motivated, stay uh, positive, keep thinking positive and, um, you know, it could work out. Okay. And, uh, anything else that I would add to that would say, um, I, well, I would say don't let don't let anything bring you down as far as uh, the end buyers. Sometimes they will like to count your pockets, and they, if they find out how much you're making on a deal, uh, they will like to you know they try to like in that particular situation they try to take it from what you're earning on the deal, mm. or they say hey why are you making so much you know I don't I don't really want to do the deal after all. Mm. You kind of just you know you would weed out. You have to have good judgment. So that would be another trait. Um, you have to be able to weed out, you know, the good, the people, the good people to do business with versus the ones that you don't want to do business with. Right. Rather than getting desperate and just say, well, this guy has a potential of buying it, so I'm going to stick it out. You don't want to do that. You just want to not deal with the type of people and you want to deal with the ones that are going to make it easier for you and want, then want to see you make a little bit of money for your effort. So to me, that sounds like you have to have a strong kind of intuition and be able to read people's in, intentions and kind of see what they're going to do before they do it. Exactly. Okay, okay. Um, do I have any other questions? I have so many questions. So how yeah. quick is the process, like, would you say? Because from learning, you know, based on what you described, you, you learned from your brother, the broker, right? Suggesting that well, you get into he's it. he's the one that led me to it. And then, like I said, I had some buddies. But um, I have I had a couple of, uh, so I never, like I said, I never had anybody mentor me one-on-one or anything like that, which I, I wish I did. And I, I still may consider that down the line. You know, I, I'm always open and willing to learn from anybody if they, you know, they have something to offer. Uh, but I did have a couple of guys that helped me out with deals before. Uh, so wholesalers that, you know, been in the wholesaling here for, you know, three, four years. Uh, some of them have been doing it for like 10 years and those guys guide me all the time if I have any questions um, you know I'll reach out to anybody in that network mm-hmm. but it, it is a pretty big network of uh, buddies that do that so there's there's I never found myself in a situation where I couldn't find the answer to somebody because I do have a pretty big network of, uh, of partners that, that do the same thing that I do okay so then I would add that to the, the, the qualities and the characteristics you need to have a, a solid network of people that you can reach definitely, out to. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I'm going to a real estate conference. Um, Than Merrill, are you familiar with him? He's like a big-time wholesaler. 
And I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of that. I heard it on the radio. Did you have you heard it? Um, I actually got advertised to on Instagram, and um, what intrigued me was all of the resources he was giving away, like the books, because I'm in yeah. study mode right now. You're you're gonna go there and they're gonna pitch you all the stuff. And then they're going to tell you to pay like $5,000 or something. Oh, I know. I know. I have no intention on opting in, but I do want to make the connections, if any, with like local, you know, strengthen my network and put feelers out there. Because you never know who knows who. And I'm still keeping our conversation in mind when I speak to people. So, yeah. There's that, but I, I do look forward to you know sharing my success stories with you. Um, I definitely would like to be one of your mentees, and um, yeah, you know I so appreciate you taking the time out to just share your story. It's really inspiring. Um, oh, I have one last question now. Don't take this wrong, but I'm not I'm not like a feminist, but I am like all about girl power. So is okay. is this a is this a man's world? You know, or a boys' game, this whole family. No, not at all. Okay, there's so a, you do actually, I have a few. I know a few, uh, a few women that are doing a lot better than I am in, in wholesaling. You know, they they really do. They're really good. They're big hustlers, big time. They motivate. They're, they motivate me just by me talking to them or keeping in contact with them. They motivate me, and uh, yeah, definitely not anybody can do this. Okay, awesome, awesome. Awesome. So, okay, thank you so much. Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, learning more, jumping headfirst into this thing. And just thank you again. Okay, yeah, and everybody else who's listening, just feel free to reach out to me uh, via social media. Uh, or you could send me an email at any time. And, uh, or you could, um, you know, you could uh, go ahead and, uh, I guess... No, I, I, I'd rather not. Yeah, those are probably the two best ways. I was going to give out uh, my work number, but I don't know who would get their hands on it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and reach out, reach out to me through one of those outlets. And before I go, the, just um, so you guys know that book, back to the book, is The Millionaire Fast Lane. That's the one I, I just ordered. What's the name of it? Say it again. The Millionaire Fast Lane. The Millionaire um, Fast Lane. Yeah, an investor, he recommended that one to me. Okay. Okay, so wait, wait, before you go, another question came up. So now that you're all successful from real estate, what do you do in your free time? Are you creative? Do you have a talent? What do you get to build now? No, I actually, it's just mostly just everything that has to do with real estate right now. Actually, I do help people still with bankruptcies every once in a while. Um, I don't advertise or anything like that, but they still trickle in from years of me helping people. They still send it to me, and I never turn anybody away because I know the situation and how bad the situation can be. So I still help out some people like that, but it does take a much of my. It takes a lot of my time actually. But uh, I just I try to focus just on real estate as much as possible, and every once in a while I, I do help out people with their bankruptcy still. I love it. I love it. So you hear that. Please feel free to email him at, just reiterate your email. Okay, it's contact. Uh-huh. So C-O-N-T-A-C-T, contact M-B-H-B at gmail.com. Contact M-B-H-B at gmail.com. And Instagram so at mbhomebuyer. Homebuyer. So, yeah, M-B, so M like Matt. Be like Brian, home buyer, 
Yep. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So look, the calls might flood in. I, 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 you know, you never know who, who's listening organically wanting to develop into a wholesaler. So, you know, take care of my people. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you for, thank you for this. And um, look forward to helping you guys out. Yes. And I will reach out to you soon, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye. bye. Didn't I tell you guys, listen, the, 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 the whole energy behind organically developing is trusting that once you declare this is what I want to do, that either you'll realize you had the answers within you all along or you will start to be sent the solutions to your problems. Speaking of solutions, I am the newest credit repair agent on the block. That means that I have partnered with a billion-dollar franchise, debt-free company, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and I am here to help you all repair your credit because it dawned on me a little while ago. I'm working on all of these things. I better work on my finances. So look forward to more financially savvy episodes, but also if you're interested in getting a consultation with me, please follow my credit repair business page at YPC Solutions and we can set that up. And also, if you're dealing with bankruptcies, as you heard, please feel free to reach out to Matt. Thank you. This has been another awesome episode. I'm so excited. I can't wait to get in there and edit it and, you know, do all my thing. But thank you for listening. As usual, please rate this five stars. Please share. Please let me know if you know anyone in the Chicago area who is looking to buy cash, a really cool property, and several more. And let's like network. Let's do it. Like let's do what he said. Let's 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 make these things happen for all of us on the road to millions in the fast lane. I'm gonna definitely check out that book too. All right, for now, peace. And it's been great.